Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's popping, y'all? PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy 3 and Watts. Watts, what's good, my G? Dude. Dude. Hold on. Hold on. Back on live, y'all know the vibes already, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, 3 and Watts. Watts was goody, my G. Yo. Yo. What's cracking, my guy? Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on, Watts. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch you out there. Hold on, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, watch. Okay. Yo. All right, hold on. Back on live, y'all know the vibes already, man. PSA five man, she wake three and watch. Watch what's good, my G. What's good, my G? Well, you know the vibes already, man. Let's get into this, man. I guess this is our first album of the year, hip-hop album of the year. Shout-out to our guy, RJ Payne. Payne! Um, obviously, it's Ventilation Part 3, Watts. Um, before we get into the meats and potatoes of this, I think you and I have been, we always show RJ Payne his respect uh, from when he's got, from his verse on um, Benny's album, to when he, you know, did his uh, Leatherface Part 1, Part 2. Um, we rock out with P.A. Dre. Um, so what do we think about R.J. Payne right now in the year of 2021 when you and I have highlighted how much we rock with him the last couple of years? Uh, I think R.J. Payne is one of the dopest MCs in hip-hop period today. I think he's one of the best rhymers, rappers in hip-hop. And he's been giving us some very, very dope projects. Watson, is it safe to say um, this project was a little different from the other R.J. Payne albums that we reviewed? Is it safe to say that? Well, I think for a while now, since he said he's going to rap about more substance in his music, that he's been giving us projects that have more of a message, of a feel, introspection, and I think he's just following that pattern. All right, Marty, let's get into this, man. Um... Ventilation Part 3, production by P.A. Dre. Obviously, we have the beautiful pain intro. But let's get into Ventilation Part 3, produced by P.A. Dre. It's that soul. It's what the game we're missing. R.J. Payne said that in the beginning of the intro. Uh, can I use the word introspective pain-wise? Of course I can. Um, Bobby Brown, the 90s line. Um, he had a T-high, tiny line. Obviously, listen to tiny. And T.I. Lines right now is hilarious. Um, Shorty in my ear still seeking my attention. It's effing up my focus. is deeper than I can mention. We ain't beefing neither. Me not speaking, that's my prevention. Um, no time for children. What I'm building is something prestigious. I got a three-strike rule. I don't F with Adidas. Talk to me, Watts. Ventilation, part three, sir. 
Um, I think the theme, the the word of the day for this EP will be introspection. I thought R.J. Payne did not waste a bar on ventilation. I think, like most of the songs on this EP, I'm using the word deep introspection. Agree. Um, Agree. Don't be judging my secrets. Had to had to change up my phone numbers. I'm ducking the leeches. Leeches. Ooh, yeah. No time yeah. for children when I'm built. What I'm building is something prestigious. I got a three strike rule. I don't f with Adidas. When I first heard it Thursday night, which went into Saturday, when he tweeted that it's up, that line immediately gravitated. I gravitated toward that line, and once again, like. Once again, R.J. Payne is hitting us with some powerful lyrical bars, the hip-hop that I am a fan of. All right. Um, next one, Watts, Tough Love. Um, I like the piano from P.A. Dre, very smooth beat. Um, Payne dedicating his song to his nephews. Watts, um, I know my family hate the feeling I pour in his records. Um, the same word, Watts, he's a second ago introspective pain again was with you through your first steps, even changing your diapers would never disrespect my blood. Use your brain to decipher. I thought this is real rap from pain to his nephews. Watts, um, getting shit together. Um, we always hear songs about dudes dedicating songs to their daughters, sons, moms, pops. Never really, we never really hear about dudes, uncles talking to their nephews, the way Archie Payne did on Tough Love, man. But talk to me, man. Tough Love, man. I call this deep, deep introspection. Mm. He's talking to his family. He's talking about his nephew's addiction. I mm. think this is a love letter to his family members. Mm. You know, he says, I got farther away from God, but got close to the liquor. Feel like Moses over my shoulders while I'm quoting the scripture. Mm. It takes an addict to know an addict. This dope is addictive. Mm. Like, this was some real powerful bars to his nephews. Uh, I think it's deep, powerful, poignant. That's the word I'm using. I'm using the word poignant in this song. This song, when I first heard it, it reminded me of a song Black Thought did when he wrote a song called Quills, and it was a song he wrote to Malik B. Mm. And it was a song about telling Malik B, get your life together so you can come back and do this music with me. And Mm. I immediately thought of that song. And this is just uh, a song that I call Deep, Deep Introspection. Okay. Um, Next song, Why to Do It Yourself. Um, soulful beats from um, P.A. Dre, man. I like pain talking um, during the intro. People asking him what the industry is like and pain saying this shit is not, you know, what you think it is. Don't think it's all love. We ain't all homies. This, that, and the third. I love when rappers, when artists, I should say, talks about the industry from their perspective. Um, your lawyer lets you sign for a chain. I'm ashamed of you both. We're not the same. Your master own you. I own my masters. Um, I got knowledge to kick. That advance that you signed for is the only dollars you get. 
You can fight, kick, punch, effort, swallow your spit. Because once you move into their house, you're not remodeling-ish. And I like the line he had also, um, if a stream ain't worth a penny, how long would it take you to get a dollar? I like this song. One of my favorite songs on this project, Watts. Um, do it yourself. Do it yourself, man. Talk to me. Uh, this is a song where I feel pain drops knowledge on the trials and tribulations of the music industry. When he says stuff like, I've been in the zone, the vibe's endless. A record deal is only alone with some high interest. These rap niggas thinking they grown and they drive senseless. Five benzes and two gold chains. They die friendless. They will control your soul before you sign with anybody. Niggas, mm. slow your roll. I mean, this was some. This was them dropping, giving us an inside look on how the music industry is, man. I thought, I thought it was dope. I thought he dropped jewels. I thought he dropped gems on Do It Yourself. Awesome Q-tip, man. Record companies are shady. Yeah, man, I rock with this song heavy, man. I ain't gonna hold you, man. Um, next song, watch Superman's Curse. Pain in his talking about a female bag and loving a woman and not sounding all sappy. I think a lot of times, man, when these rappers get it, like rappers like Pain or Spesh, when I hear them talk about relationships and everything, I love the way they talk about it, man. It doesn't sound sappy. They don't need to grab Dream or Trace songs or Neo to get their shit off. You know what I mean? Um, now, love is love, but I love come with a luxury tax. Um, Pain said how she had a baby I thought was mine. Turned out she was crazy. I mean, blatantly borderline. The doctor said that baby wasn't even a quarter of mine. Yo, man, talk to me, watch, man. Superman's Curse, my brother. This is another song that I'm going to call Deep, Deep Introspection Song from Pain. He dives deep into his past relationships with women and explains how you can pursue your dream and still lose the woman that you love. I mean, I thought he was telling some, like, heartbreaking stories. I thought he was painting heartbreaking scenarios. You know I what I'm saying? Pain, like, I felt Payne opened the door to us to let us in his, his life more than any painting project I've ever heard. I know. I know. I said this was, uh, you know, I like to say this was mood music two pain, mood music three pain, mood music four pain. And when I say that, I mean he opened up and bared his soul like he didn't hide. Yeah, I got so, played. And he didn't, and he's not embarrassed to say he got played. How often do you hear a rapper talk about how he got played <laughs> by women? That's you don't not, hear that's that. That's the cool thing to say. That's it's not the cool, cool thing to say, thing to say. You know I mean? and he rapped about it. You know what I'm saying? And I, which, which I thought was dope because I wasn't expecting it. You know what I mean? Very much, man. Uh, next song, brother. Always feel pain featuring C. Brown. I love the vibe on this beat. Introspective pain again. Like F2020, I lost my mom by the end of it. I found myself trying to write rhymes to make sense of it. Like hove, everything in my lifetime I've been covered. Yo, man, I'm speaking on mental health, the nigga said I'm still having nightmares while I'm awake. That's a tough line, man. Yo, watch this is one of my favorite. This is my favorite song on the project, though, man. Always feel pain featuring C Brown. Talk to me, brother. 
Once again, RJ Payne doing a deep, deep dive of introspection. This is more than some verse a rapper wrote. Quit smoking a whole year just to purchase a pack of smoke. If you don't hear what I say, that's a personal lack of growth. B, I ain't here for that ploy. I'm working on that approach. I mean, he was just diving deep into deep self-evaluation hip-hop, man. I mean, this was some powerful writing, dope lyricism, message in the music, um, sharing his worldview and opening up an aspect of his life we did not know about, man. Very dope by R.J. Payne. And to piggyback everything you said, this is why, Watts, I'm giving this project a strong four mics, man. Very strong four. Low-key, I can go four and a half. I'm going to go four, six joints. Um, I like everything he was talking about. I kind of wanted more. I kind of wanted, like, damn, R.J., give me some, you know. He really opened up the door to his life, you know what I mean? Like you said, music two, three, and four. Um, a, a pinch of Book of Ryan a little bit here, too, man. Um, I like this project a lot. Um, this is one of R.J. Payne's dopest projects. Um, him opening up his life story to us, in a sense, man. What you got, brother? So um, I agree with you. So when you say you want more, right, R.J. Payne recently said he's going to put out an EP every month this year. Okay. So I believe you're going to get more. So mm. basically, this is going to be an appetizer to hold you over because February is next week. So we I'm will be getting that. another project based on what he said. I agree with you. I give this a strong, strong four mics. Um, I do, I've already recommended this to two of my boys. Actually, okay. sent them. I sent them a ventilator because I wanted them to hear, and they was like, "Wow, this is dope." Yeah. So I'm giving so for what I like in hip hop, uh, this is a dope project, man. I agree with you, strong, strong four. Yeah, man, this is a very dope project. Um, how do we feel about Pain? You know, we always know Pain likes to let us know he's the dopest MC, but I like the fact that he kind of like yeah, obviously in certain lines he's gonna talk about him being a the dope rapper, but I like the fact he opened up a lot on this project. Why? I think that's the only thing. I was probably missing from Payne's repertoire, all the stuff he talks about, is what have we learned about R.J. Payne? I learned that he almost had a child. I learned that, you know, he went through shit like us men do with women sometimes. Learned about his nephews. You know what I mean? I learned a lot about R.J. Payne. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I like this project a lot, bro. I I agree. Um, I want R.J. Payne to have an audience. I want R.J. Payne fans of his music to know he has such a extensive body of work of music right. that you can go to, like you said earlier, the leather faces. He has the uh, the sixty minute freestyle. So if you want to hear R.J. Payne on some, I'm nicer than your favorite MC or I'm dead nice on the mic. He has a lot of those. So for him to now switch it up and say, let me give y'all, let me open up. Let me open up who I am. I think is is very dope. And also, I want to shout out PA Dre. Also, man, really stepping up. You listen, we've all we've been very advocate of PA Dre and Nicholas Craven, Ransom's on producer. 
those are two guys that we rock with heavy. That's the up and coming dudes, so to speak. So how did you feel about um PA Dre on the on the production tip? I mean, I love this production, man. I thought this was some dope production. Um, I felt there was some jazz type production. I love the piano. I love the tone that it set for each for the bars that he was writing. I thought I thought it matched perfectly, man. I thought it went together very well. That's what it is, man. Shout out to RJ Payne, man. You know what I mean? And like Watt said, man, obviously he's gonna be doing this every month. This is gonna be very interesting. Listen, we're already at the end of the tail end of January here. And just to hear Payne rap every month, and once again, it's going to be interesting to see what we have Payne at on our, on our list for 2021 when we do our top albums of the year, man. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to RG Payne, of course. All right, Wax, let's go ahead, man. Obviously, last week we struck up a conversation about Griselda. Um, obviously, we talked about Conway's tweets. Is there risk in the Griselda camp? Is there discrepancies? Are people not seeing eye to eye? Where do we stand at now? Is the energy the same when it comes to those Griselda boys? Um, we spoke about it. The Joe Budden podcast spoke about it. Um, obviously, they um, were able to get Conway to come up there to talk. You know, obviously, him come up there. And let's be real. He could talk about his next album. You can talk about production, who's going to, you know, all this, that, and the third. But us as hip-hop fans, we just wanted him to clear the air on this Griselda talk, man. So I guess here, um, watch, I'll go here. Um, Joe Biden sets up a conversation saying that people have told him they don't want him to ask crazy questions of Griselda, so to speak. You know, fans have asked him they talk too much when Griselda's in the building. Um, Conway first started talking about him getting music in March. We know about Conway dropping his project in March. God makes mistakes. Let's go there first. I'm very excited to hear what Conway follows up to an album that we had. Both of us had in our top three albums of the year. You actually had yes. this album of the year. Yes. I had it in my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, or top five. I definitely had it in my top five. Um, right. So I'm very interested to see where Conway goes. You know how much love he got with his collaborations with, you know, 90s sounding hip hop. I don't want to date him. I don't want him to sound right. old school letters right. to the newer generation. But basically, the love he got is because he worked with Method Man, Havoc, DJ Premier. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. the sound that he did, and we loved it. Yep. So I'm very interested to see where he's going after he got so much critical acclaim with his last album. I want to see what what, what direction he wants to go in. And let's be honest, Watts. When Benny dropped his project last year, you and I thought that would be the project that Conway would do. Have a little Sean, I mean, Big Sean, Little Wayne feature, Hit Boy doing the book, the 98% of the production, or not all of it, so to speak, the Rick Ross features and everything like that. This is going to be his first LP, his first project off the Shady um, Shady Monica, so to speak. 
So obviously, if he's going to be under Shady, are we, are we expecting Conway to give us what he gave us last project, where it's grimy and strictly hip hop, or expecting him to do songs that you know can attach the mainstream people, so to speak? I believe that Eminem is giving a hands-off approach on Griselda. He knows they have their own movement, and he's allowing them to do them. I think he's give, he's, he's allowing them to do what I believe he was going to allow Slaughterhouse to do on Glasshouse or if they stayed together. He was going to be like, you know what, I'm not going to try to commercialize y'all to death. I'm going to let y'all work with your strengths. Now, because the music industry loves Griselda now, it's the popular thing to do. You know, and you're on Shady. You can basically work with any of the top artists in the game. So the question is, will his music give us the same feel as Lemon with him in uh, Method Man as the song he did with Havoc and Flea Lord? Does he want that feel or does he feel he's given us enough of that over the past four years and that he wants to go in the new direction, new collaborations? It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. I think he's going to go more into not giving us what he gave us last project to what you just said. I feel Conway probably felt like he's given us so much music like that. If you want to call it dark, grimy spooky music, so to speak, that now he, he uh, listen, do you think Conway watched what happened with Benny with his project and be like, okay, as much as those PSA boys talk about Tanner Talk and Friend of Ours and Stabbed and Shot, Benny's most solidified project on his resume was it was um this project he just dropped last year. So do you think Conway's watching that blueprint and be like, yo, maybe I need to go that route more? Because Benny actually um, made a top 47 list or some shit like that. I know. I, I think Conway has wanted to go that route before Benny dropped this album, which was okay. shocking that he didn't go that route with the album that he dropped before. So I think he's wanted to go this route. Um, so we're going. To, I want to see how it plays out. I want to see how it plays out. All right. Um, and like I said, obviously – we want to hear the conversation. Is everything good in the Griselda camp? Um, the tweets, the trolling. And one thing I wanted to pay attention to, watch, is if him or Joe Biden or Maul or one of these guys was, was going to bring the internet for for the conversation of is there problems in the Griselda camp? Do you feel that they try to blame the internet or blame the fans for that, for us thinking that? Um, I don't think it's fair. I mean, it's like it's like at this point, blaming the internet for anything is like blaming color TV because we get the news in color. Like we're like in 2021 now. This whole yo, I don't do the internet. Yo, I don't be on the internet. Yeah, it's it's how we process information. It's normal everyday life. Let's keep it real. Niggas be lying when they say that. Why they don't play the internet shit? Especially during the pandemic. Would you agree with that? No, especially during the pandemic. And what makes it weird is like, dude, if you have a smartphone, you're on the internet every day. Like, what does that even mean now? When you say that, it sounds weird to say the internet. What does that even mean? 
We're all connected Let's be real. now. Niggas are more in their phones than watching TV unless it's sports. Or, Absolutely. Or which, 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 is why, which is why if you get a new smartphone, you have a TV app that literally just plays TV shows <laughs> for free. Like, I mean, that's where we are. So when people try to say, oh, that's the Internet doing it. What do you mean that's the Internet doing it? Like, yeah. I don't understand. So the reality is if there's no issue, there's no issue. It's just that simple. If there is no issue, then there is no issue. How are you blaming the internet for doing that? You don't see nobody yeah. running up to you don't see nobody running up to J. Cole. Yo, what's going on with Dreamville? Yo, uh, are you and J. I. D. on the internet. So I just would like to know what's going on. Streets wanna know, brother. And and there was something that you and I said last week. We questioned, okay. All right, what are you trying to gain from this by doing this, Conway? Because nobody really wants to hear that there's discrepancies in Griselda camp. We don't want to hear that. We like the fact that the locks, no matter what, they're still here together, no matter what. Um, Every group argues. Every team argues. You go through shit, of course. You you got to get past it is the big question. Um, Let me get your take on Conway. What do you feel about Conway answering those questions first? When it was proposed to him, I feel like he he has to answer them. I feel like he has to answer them. Um, and you can't think people are falling into trolls or th- this is some something created by us for no reason. Like everybody right. said, hey, let's just jump out the window and say <laughs> this issue is going on in Griselda. Let let us create it. Like, really? That's what we're doing? That is not what we're doing. That's not what we're so, doing. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So, I mean, listen, listen. Credit to Joe Budden, though. Credit to Joe Budden. I got to give Joe, I got to give the props, you know, on this. I like the fact when Conway was sitting there saying, yo, everything is good, man. I was just with West the other day, you know, yada, 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 the game. And Joe was like, nah. No, because I felt more than them was going to let Conway say that and then jump to a different topic. What did you feel about Joe pushing back a little bit? Why I like that. I think that's something that you and I definitely do all the time on this show. We push back on even with each other. We push back. So what did you feel about Joe pushing back in the car with a little bit like a fam? Give us a little bit more, Con. I mean I mean it's it's I mean that's a low bar we're setting for hip hop media. <laughs> if you if you if you speak back to if you don't let, let a rapper just say the sky is red and you like I I sky's red I I I hear what you're saying you know what I'm saying yeah you know what I'm saying you know big was never big was never that nice you know what I'm saying that's just people thought he was nice oh word oh I you know like like have a conversation it is it is okay to have a conversation with rappers if there's a perception out there. And it's not being addressed. And you're like, hey, can I just have a conversation with you? Where it's not just, yes, 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 everything you say is the gospel. I agree with everything you say. So, yeah, there's been a lot of talk that there may be dissension in the rank. We're going to talk about it. That's all. Or why are we talking about it? Right. Right. And listen, let me ask you a question. Not, Not necessarily you and I. But do you think fans expect when you're in a crew or you're in a camp or whatever that y'all always got to be in the studio together? 
Y'all always got to be in pictures on the gram together. Do you feel hip-hop fans feel that way? Like you, you can't have other friends outside of the crew? No, I don't feel that way, and I'll tell you why. All right. Me and you in the 90s, when Messy Man was running around with Red Man, I never once was like, yo, why you, why Method Man running around with Red Man? Red Man supposed right. to be with the Death Squad, and Method Man supposed to be with Wu. What's going on? Are they breaking up? Like, it never once entered my mind. Red Man did all his Death Squad stuff. Method Man did all his Wu-Tang stuff, and them two dudes worked outside of their camps, and, and it was all love, and that was that. That, that's, that was the reality. So, right. you know. You can you can be with a crew and still work with other people or do stuff with other people. What do you think about Conway telling us that he has a sense of humor? I thought that was like, okay, doesn't everyone have a sense of humor? So having a sense of humor of discrepancy in a camp does what for the culture? Exactly, Conway. I don't get when you say, you I just got a sense of humor. What do you think about him saying that? You know, I got a sense of humor. Well, people don't. Well, people don't know what that means. Does that mean you're trolling? Like, what exactly does that mean? What does that mean? Like, what's the you got a sense of humor, so you got a a rabid fan base on the quote unquote internet that are running wild with your sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Yo, at the end of the day, you know I don't care about none of that stuff. I just want when the projects drop, I'm ready to listen to them and rate them. Like that, that's the time I'm on. When the music come out, I want to hear it. But me and you both know. When we heard that soundtrack and he wasn't on it, we we, we wanted to know why. Yeah, we spoke That's about it. Only natural, because he is part of the camp, right? Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me. If we're gonna keep it a hundred watts to our audience, you and I spoke about this off air about a month ago, did we not? We just didn't bring it to the mass. Let's, let's keep let's keep it a fact, did we not? Yes. We just didn't say we like all right. We're just gonna sit in the back and pay attention. So what's going on? So this is not something me and Watson. It's just funny how shit, you know, how it come around, though. You think? Um, Conway talked about the energy on Watson. He said the energy. He said niggas might not like when I say this, and I'm quoting him, and I might even get phone calls, but the energy might not be the same no more. I thought that was very telling. He said, I, I tell niggas all the time, and I'm quoting what he said, we should not deviate. He used the word deviate from Griselda. What do you thought about that? I thought that was very telling on Conway's part. I mean, I mean, it's obvious what he was saying. You saying it was very telling. He said it. Right. He didn't, he didn't, he, like, I, I, I don't know what more you want me to read into it. Um, who exactly are you talking about when you say that? Yeah, seriously, like, are you serious? Like, come on, my man. Like, if we're talking hip hop, you you're talking in circles. What do you mean by that? Like, what exactly do you mean by that? Like, the follow up question is easy. Like, I would be like, yo, so you talking about Benny? You know, doing all these projects with other people? Are you talking about Benny having his own label, his own group of dudes? Like, what does that mean? They, I mean, that's how you follow it up. Like, because that's the team. The team is Westside, Gunn, Conway, and Benny. That's original Griselda. So what are you talking about? Or are you saying Westside is signing too many acts? Okay, let's not say Benny. Let's say Westside. Is Westside signing too many acts for you? 
Is he going somewhere else that you or, want to know about? Or, or did Conway like the fact that Benny was starting his Black Soprano family before he did DreamWorks? Because now look at that. Benny already had his Black Soprano. He already had Team uh, and, and uh, Ricky Hyde and these niggas and El Camino. Even though I don't think El Camino's down with those niggas, but you get what I'm saying? Like, he had those brothers right there. They did a mixtape with Gangster Grills and, and DJ Drama and all that. Now, Conway has his crew. Be real, Watts. I'm not saying this is very Dipset-ish, but we've seen in Dipset where everybody started having their own crew. What Jewel's had, that whack-ass Skull Gang. Skull Gang? Skull Gang? Those niggas is trash. Years ago, 
Then when I interviewed Benny, I brought it to his attention. Watson, were we not the first one saying we trying to see Benny and push it to you on the track together? Uh, 100%. And wait a minute, I'll say this right now. PSA Hip Hop has the best review of the plugs I met. There's no review. <laughs> the best review you're ever going to hear of the plugs I met is when we did it because I thought what Benny did was genius. Benny yep. said, I want to put out an album to prove my rapping ability. Not clout case, not do a song with no disrespect, Dave East. But you chose a path of let me do offset, little Uzi Vert, little baby, and that's going to elevate me. And Benny went the opposite direction. He said, I'm going to go with the rappers who rap and the rappers who I respect. And boy, it did wonders for him. And to me, Right. It was a gambit. It was a Russian roulette type of move in, in today's hip-hop, and to me, it worked. Mm. Mm. What do you think about Conway having drum work now, though? He has drum work. I think he signed one female I saw on the internet. I forgot Shorty's name, part itself, but I do follow her now. She's all right. She's okay. I gotta, man, listen, man, I got to be honest. You know what I would ask Conway? What motivated you to get your own stuff and start your own stuff? That's my, that's what I was, I was like, what, what was the motivation kinda, behind well, it? Well, he kind of alluded to it. He kind of alluded to it, though, while it's on the Button Podcast. Basically, him being 39, how long is he going to actually rap for, right? And I guess he wants to, not, I don't want to say eat off people, but be on the executive side, so to speak where he's managing careers and he's looking out for people, I guess, so to speak. You know what I mean? And Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know you, nigga. Nigga, I know you. Listen, not if that's the move, man, but my thing is, listen, and, and, and I got to say this to Dr. Boyce Watkins, everybody right. is not a boss. Everybody, you know, everybody doesn't have to own their own business. Everybody doesn't have to be in the stock market. Everybody doesn't have to be, like, everybody can't be in the kitchen at the same time cooking up that baked macaroni and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like so So everybody's the CEO now. Every, like, I mean, that sounds great, but sometimes you can be uh Kevin Durant and Jason Kidd and just make $400 million as a player. You know what I'm saying? We didn't own the team. You just made 400 mil just as a player. You you got paid well for what you did. You could be Patrick Mahomes and get a five-year, $500 million contract without being the coach or the owner and still get $500 million. Mm. There's other ways to get to money, you know. Was Benny Smart for not signing the Shady deal? But I don't think Shady signed him. I think it yeah. was it was Westside Gun and Conway first. Benny came well, on let's, later. Let's let's say that. Do you think Benny felt the way about that? No, I don't because I, because it happened before he was really with them like that. Like when when you when, when you know they say hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back on it, you're like, but it wasn't like that. It was originally Westside Gun and Conway. That's what it was. Then they put then they brought Benny on. People act like. People getting their timeline wrong with that man. Like Shady wasn't missing out. It was Westside right. Gun and Conway. That's what it was originally. Mm-hmm. Then Benny came on, mm-hmm. and he blew. Right, he blew. He did. He did, man. That's 2018. 
That's that 2018 year from Benny yeah. is is. Let's have a shot. Let's have a shot. Let me say this, man, and I know people don't like to hear this, but I'll say it. Benny's best rhyming is not on Tanner Talk 3. This is only Watson talking. His best verses and rhyming, his best verses and rhyming to Watson is not on Tanner Talk 3. It's on Benny, a friend of ours. Uh, I know you. Are, I know you always say that. The verses, Benny's verses on that album are his best verses. And let me make it clear: those are verses written after Tanner Talk. He told three. Tanner Talk three. I had already. I had it stashed in the can. Yeah, Once I got said, now it's time to drop Tanner Talk three. Yeah, now is the perfect time to drop this. It's his old lyrics. So, yes, I'm telling you, you can hear Benny doper lyrics, doper rapping. India is on a friend of ours. Montage is on a friend of ours. His Scott Zoo level. Amen. Benny on a friend of ours is fantastic. Fantastic. No fast forward, no skip. Every verse, Benny El Camino, five mic song. Fire. So, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just speaking on my opinion on Benny's 2018. It was just phenomenal. So Benny now, Conway, let's, 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 let's have a real talk then. Do you think Conway's had a year like Benny's 2018? People who like Conway will say last year was his okay. 2018. They will, say his big, they will say his big ghost LT. They will say yes. uh, Lula and then yes. the album he dropped. Yes, I'm saying no. I'm saying no. That, it, it wasn't as good as many 2018. Okay. I can say that with confidence. Okay. I can say that with confidence. Stab this shot. Benny a friend of ours and Tenor Talk 3. I could say that that, that mean, 2018, that, that 2018 mean. was better than Conway's 2020. And now, mean. now, now, when I say that, I'm just saying it from my personal perspective. Right, right, right. That's not this. That ain't no dissing. That ain't no. Right. I'm not dissing nobody. We got right. you got Conway album as album of the year for 2020, right. and I got it in my top three, top five. So right. it ain't me playing nobody. I liked Big Ghost LT. I thought the I thought the album with Alchemist should have been a better album. I thought that. Agree, agree, agree. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be real. I gotta be real. I thought Freddie Gibbs had a better project with Alchemist than Conway had with Alchemist. I'm just being honest. Just being honest. Listen, that's no this. Um, it's no this when you judging rappers against themselves. Mm-hmm. We know what Conway's capable of. And then when he came out with the album, you know, listen, you have you gonna have a song with Ross? I, prove to me that song is gonna be better than Lemon. Wait, I'm gonna I don't listen, I'm gonna go on record and say it's not. How about that? I don't I don't know no, why. No, well, right. well, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear it. I wanna hear Conway and Rose. <laughs> I wanna I wanna hear that. I wanna hear that. Be better. No. I'm gonna keep it funky though. I'm the Ross guy on the show, right? But I gotta be honest. Yo, Conway, Ross been out here giving niggas mid verses for at least over over a year and some changing out. 
You want me to give you? You want me to give you? You want me to give you a guarantee? I get. I guarantee you, it's not better than Lando Lakes with Conway and Buster. I, I, I would be surprised. I guarantee you. I would be surprised. The raw Conway swing in better. See, because here's the thing. There might be nothing Conway could do about it because he, he, Ross is just going to give him a verse. And because it's Ross, he's going to let any verse Ross give him slide. <laughs> See? Hold on. So Conway can spit a verse. Are you saying Ross can give niggas a C-batch verse and niggas will take it? Because it's Ross. And niggas will act like they love it. And niggas will act like they love it. Because <laughs> the, the whole thing is, yo, yo, I got to do some Ross. <laughs> okay? What about it? So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I want to hear that be better than Lemon and Lando Lakes. Your song with Buster and your I'm song with this Italian. I don't know about Lemon, man. Yo, yo, hold up. I could argue Lando Lakes is better than Lemon. Ah. Uh, I could easily argue that Buster's, Buster's been a fire, fire, fire verse. He did. He did. He did. Buster did. He did drop a little verse. He did. Buster verses, even though he'd be on his drug talk when he link up with Griselda, they still be hot, though. He still go, he still go hard. Wait a minute. I'll take a step further. When Conway links up with the 90s greats, they are amazing songs. Conway's Thanks. song with Raekwon. Conway, Conway's song. Oh, come on. You know how to put that. But Conway's song with Ray is amazing. Conway's yep. song with Buster Rhymes is amazing. Conway's song with Messy Man is amazing. So now you want to get with Rose. <clears throat> we'll see. All Rose got to do is give niggas, all Rose got to do is give niggas a verse. And, and that's going to go crazy with it. So I'm going to tell you where the win is. Rose does the verse, and that's going to go crazy, and that's going to love it. The same way y'all loved the song with Benny and Lil Wayne. It was like Lil Wayne spitting on this. I was like, well, oh, wait, so wait a minute. This is a guy who was the best rapper alive, who ran hip hop for four years. So he gives a verse to Benny. Now all of a sudden, it's the best verse I heard Little Wayne spit in years. I mean, that's how no, we doing no, it. No, 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 no. no. That's how we doing it. That was that was the one of the best verses that I heard from um, Wayne in years on, on that Benny project to keep it funky. And you're gonna hear the same thing when when the Ross verse. Watch. Remember, hip hop is different now. When you are an established rapper who's already legendary and iconic, you get this. You get a pass. Literally, you, you just have pass. to be alive on the track. Yes, yes, you get a G pass. So, but I ain't gonna lie though. It wouldn't shock me if that joint with Ross and Wayne or whatever joint he got with them is not touching Lemon though. It wouldn't shock me. But, but I'm gonna tell you this: they they might need. They I think they're gonna get more quote unquote internet love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Benny got a lot of internet love with his Hit Boy album, mm-hmm. and that's not a top three Benny album. Right. That, that's why I said to you earlier: Is Conway seen the success of that with the Hit Make Hit Boy project? That he feels that he has to go in that bag, but you and I highlighted. We did feel Conway was going to do that before on um, Benny. We did feel that way. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, watch, take us home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home 
of some point guard for the New York Knicks who's on the back page of the Daily News. I do not know the guy's name. Could you please tell everybody who this guy's name is so I can know who I'm talking about? Yes, my son Emmanuel Quickly, man, who tips. Okay, that's his name. Okay, he's on the back page of today's paper. So please say him the home of whoever that guy's name, whoever, whatever that guy's name is. Because, because, because I don't watch Nick basketball. It's Kyrie all day in Brooklyn. All day. Yo, let me say this, man. So I'm watching the highlights last night of Kyrie, right? I forgot who they were playing last night. Was it the Thunder? Whoever they played last night. Yes, it was night. the Thunder. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It was the Thunder. Kevin Durant didn't play. So, you've seen Harden. Kevin Durant. You've seen Kevin Durant and Harden without Kyrie body bag teams. Now you've seen Harden and Kyrie drop 147. They're the highest scoring team in the NBA. Did you know that? Yeah. They, the they highest scoring team in the NBA. They do give up a lot of points also, though, because that defense. Is not that you, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. So, hey, NBA teams outscore us. <laughs> we don't even up offensively. That's all you got to do. Prove it. <laughs> it's not rocket science. Just outscore us because we don't play defense. That's all. Yeah, well, you got to be like that, man. We put up 126 like points. Yeah. Imagine me saying you're going to score 126 points and you're still going to lose by 20. That's what happened with the Orlando Magic last night. Now, could you Yo, please tell everybody what you want to say about Kyrie Irving? I'm watching Kyrie last night, man. And I don't know if it was a douce or what it was, but I'm looking at this man. And I got the I got I was on my Shannon shop last night, watch. I actually had the sound on mute. And I watched the highlights and I'm like, Yo, dog, Kyrie's footwork and the way he spins with the ball and the way he can shoot over you because regardless if you're talking Kyrie, when you're watching him, the fact that he's so smooth, he has footwork, he has speed, and he has handles, he can shoot over anybody once. Like, dead ass. And, I, I, and, and, and you can't – dog, he can get through any trap. Any, I don't think no one can guard Kyrie Irving. Not one-on-one. Not, there's not a soul on this earth that can guard Kyrie Irving one-on-one. He's just – dog, I, I love AI. Shout out to Steph, Tim Hardaway Sr., Kenny Anderson. Love y'all niggas. God, sham God. But man, oh, Dewan Wagner. But man, oh man. Kyrie handles his top notch B. Sorry, Isaiah Thomas from the Pistons. Like, nah, man. He has the best handles by far in the NBA, man. Because you can't stop him, watch. Once he gets in the paint, your Kyrie in the paint is ridiculous. Well, AI was like that too. Do you remember? Do you remember? When Kevin Durant won his last championship against Cleveland, there was a game where Kyrie's jump shot was completely off. He was one yes. to eight yes. from three. I remember that game. Yes. And you know what he did in the rest of that game? He said, "My jump shot's off." So he said, "I'm going to drive to the basket." They put every player they could on him. Kyrie dropped forty something, and he drove at will. And I was like. This guy is yeah, man. He's, he's a weird. Kyrie's, we've never seen, let's keep it real. I'm going to quote Skip Bayless. I've never seen nothing like it. <laughs> I, yo, I'm serious. I've even never even seen nothing like the likes of Kyrie Irving as they play. Smith, you played, you, you played yourself to you and A. Smith when you told that man to retire, man. Come on. 
Tell me Kyrie to retire. Wait, yo, he's looking, he's looking crazy right now. Come on, because by the way, Kyrie looks, Kyrie looks motivated out there. Yes. Once again, about Kyrie, man. Once again, once again, three. Could you please tell us that guy's name again? Who Kyrie? No, the guy from the Knicks. Oh, Emmanuel Quickly. That's Emmanuel Quickly. Is that his name? Quickly, quickly. We call him IQ, nigga. We call him. Okay, IQ okay, okay, okay. In New York, okay. IQ. Hey, okay, let's be real man. He's not a. He's not really a point guard, man. But he's like, he's just, he just snap. He's very, yo, my nigga. I don't know. I don't know if he has a green light. But when he's out there, he's going for his. And that's what I respect so, about so, him. So what's going on with Dennis Smith Jr.? I just saw that the Knicks okayed him to go play in the G League. He just yeah, asked to go into the G League. Man, so what, what, what's happening with him? Let's be real. That's, that, this is a sad story because Dennis Smith Jr., when he got drafted, when he got when the Knicks picked him up, well, first of all, we didn't pick him up in the draft. I thought we had a chance to get him, and we didn't get him. I was happy when he got to New York in that um, Dallas trade. With Porzingis, but why is he ain't been doing nothing, son? He just ain't been doing nothing, man. Is he, he a guy who has all the? Is he a guy that has all the talent in the world, but it's it's a mental thing with him? It's mental. I think it's very mental because I thought he was gonna be that dude, and, and he showed flashes of being that. Like he's your dog. He was aggressive, like Russell Westbrook, a little bit, but he just don't have to work yeah. like Russ. He just doesn't have to work at the. Like Russ, you know what I'm saying? So he's gonna have a short NBA career, man. I'm sorry, he just is. You know, what do you think about Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, man? What are you doing? This, this year, this year. First of all, you told me this is gonna be the one-two punch. That's what you told me. And even though you're right, one of them is really living up to his end of the bargain, even though the record is trash. But I gotta give your man Bradley Beal mad respect, man. He gotta get out of Washington, or what? He has to. We'll see what happens. Scott Brooks has to get fired. It's obviously coaching. If you want to, so, so here's where you can tell coaching matters in the NBA. Tom Thibodeau is doing a fantastic job with this young Nick team. Yes, these are young players, young players, and he got these boys playing hard, playing hard. And guess what? You play hard. Sometimes there's results. I don't know what Scott Brooks is doing in Washington, but it is unacceptable that you can have Westbrook and arguably the best scoring two guard in the NBA, and y'all have the worst record in the NBA. That's crazy. That can't be. You can't. I mean, y'all should get five games out of that. There's no way y'all can just be losing to everybody. It just makes no sense. And this is to me, I mean, I'm 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 going coaching, man. I'm going coaching. I have to go coaching. If there's no, I don't know where else to go. I'm not gonna lie to you. Giannis needs a guy like Bradley Beal on his team, man. He does. He so does. here's the thing I need to t- explain to everybody about Bradley Beal. Y'all want Bradley Beal to be a number two? The man leads the NBA in scoring. Like y'all want him to go there and be a role play to somebody. This is what I like. Y'all talking about Bradley Bill. I want him to go somewhere and go and be Robin. My nigga, he, my nigga. Well, right, so what do you want him to do? Listen, not for nothing. I don't think he's gonna be a significant number two 
behind a Giannis if if he went to Milwaukee. Obviously, he's not. But we can play this game right now. If he did go to uh, Milwaukee, I don't I don't look at him as he has to be sunned by Giannis. Like I don't look at it that way. Watch, he's helping Giannis tremendously. That's a fact. And not for nothing, with ten seconds left in the game, I'm giving a rock to Bradley Beal over Giannis. But I thought I thought you were I'm going to Bradley Beal over Giannis. But I thought you were happy with Drew Holiday pickup. I thought that was the pickup. I, I was, I was, I was, and I was wrong. I was because I, I don't this Drew Holiday Middleton thing. I thought it was going to be a good look, and I was wrong. I can't admit that. Now, can you explain to me what's going on with the Dallas Mavericks? Dogs, I thought, I don't know, I said it to you numerous times. I don't know how you felt about this, but I thought Dallas was going to be one of these teams this year. And listen, man, it feels like my Knicks have won the trade in this Porzingis trade because my nigga, he's playing soft like Kaka over there. In, in um in Dallas, and I would love to ask Luca, what do you really feel about um Chris Stapps? Because when he got there, you was wild happy that you and this man, two foreign players on the same squad, yada yada yada. This man barely plays, and when he's out, he's giving you sixteen points. So I don't know that this Luca Porzingis tandem is it's not really looking great at all. They get their ass kicked every time I see them on TV. They they get them blown out, blown out. Do you, basketball. Do, you feel, do you feel bad for for Luca? Because we're now in the phase that all of these players who are great, we feel bad for them if they're losing. No, I don't feel bad for them. He's a million dollar bad. You know, I don't feel bad for him. No, I don't feel bad for him, no. Because that you got your you got your man right there. It was supposed to be you and KP. So I don't feel bad for you, no. It was supposed to be y'all do you hard. have do you have concerns with LA losing the lead to the Clippers? And is Ty Lu doing a better job coaching than you thought? Um well listen, let's be real. Ty Lu is how many times he went to the NBA finals, so let's train on that. You did when I was a coach, so um listen, one thing about this guy about Ty Lu, I don't think he listen. Is it Ty Lue or is it more of the players in the Paul George who was getting ridiculed all last year for shooting baskets from the in the backboard and everything like that? The, the, you know, not cats questioning Paul George's basketball and if he can still play ball. So is it is it Ty Lue or guys are coming into this year with a chip on his shoulder? Which one is it? Well, I'm asking you. What Paul are you George is motivated? Is it Paul George motivated? What do, you think, what do you think about Kawhi? I want you to take one. Right now in 2021, what do you think about Kawhi? I think Kawhi's the player he's always been. A quiet, unassuming player who leads by example and never leads vocally. And it's just you, you'll never be able to read how he feels about anything because he doesn't wear his emotions on his sleeve. <laughs> he doesn't at all. He's totally opposite of me and you. He's totally opposite of me. Oh, well, dunk in your face and act like he didn't dunk on you at all. He would just go right back up the court and act like he didn't do anything. He won't give you the satisfaction or show he'll show no joy. The one time he showed joy is when he made that one shot. Oh, that shot won him the NBA Finals. Yeah, that was the right. shot that won him the NBA Finals. Well, it got him the NBA Finals. 
Yeah, and, but you got you got you got a a Golden State team that had nobody. You was yeah. able to you was able to just cakewalk through now, it. I do have concerns with the Lakers though. I have high concerns, and if I'm the Lakers, I'll have concerns also. Doug, I don't sure. Are the Lakers going to beat Brooklyn if they go to the finals? Well, you tell me. I don't well, why do you say that? Why, why do you say that they have LeBron? No. Nah. But they have LeBron. They have but wait a minute. Ty, we're not doing this. We no. LeBron is not this. <laughs> Dog, just be happy LeBron is still playing basketball. He's 37 years of age. Is LeBron 37, 38? He's 36 years old, man. He's 36 years old. Part of so. But don't do that. I mean, come on. He's still 36. Still, come on. Still playing at a high level. But Harden, right. So, so, so why, why, why would you feel Brooklyn can beat them when LeBron James? You have Harden, Kyrie, and KD. Ain't happening. And I don't think AD's built like that. I think KD could plug AD. Why? What about the people? Is anybody, hold on, is anybody gonna argue with me that KD's better than Anthony Davis? We're not having that kind of conversation, huh? But oh, why are you euro stepping? Why are you euro stepping? Quote unquote MVP. Joel Embiid. Um, not your stuff at all. It seems like the NBA is forcing. They really giving it to Joel. Every conversation I've seen is Joel Embiid is leading the votes for so far in this in the short season of the NBA. So, would it shock me? Joel wins it. No, it wouldn't shock me at all. I don't. I can't. Joel Embiid is hard to read, watch because as good as he is and as dope numbers he puts up. It's almost like a daylight effect. The antics sometimes, like a daylight did in battle rap, it's only the antics he does. Sometimes you look at him like, I don't know, man. I don't, it's, it's hard. It's hard to tell. It's just, I, I like Joel. I do like Joel, though. I don't know if I trust that team too much to be there. I think it would be Brooklyn. I got Brooklyn and Philly in the NBA, fight, NBA Eastern Conference Finals, though. Are you surprised that your Miami Heat that went to the finals is, um, is struggling right now? By Miami, of course I am. I'm very shocked that this this team is not playing good basketball. I'm, I'm I mean, I like Tyler Hero a lot. I thought him and um, what's the other white guy on that team? I forgot his name. Ah, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, his name. Duncan Boy, and Bam Duncan. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Right. I thought those two were going to be equivalent to the Spanish Brothers, the white version. Of Seth and Clay. That's what I thought. You got Jimmy Butler out there gets buckets. I love Jimmy Butler. Goran Drog is a solid. He's a fish. He's easy. A solidified point guard. And I love Bam. I do like Bam, though. I like Bam's game a lot. And for them to struggle is weird. Watching them struggle. That's you know the team I mean? LeBron won. That's the team LeBron won his fourth championship against. That's a fact. That's a fact. I don't think I don't know if the Lakers are even gonna come out the West. Can they beat the Clippers right now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like the way the 80s playing in there. I don't really like this squad too much, Watch. Do you, do you think the Schroeder pickup is not what they thought it would be? I agree with that. It, it seems like it's good and bad all mixed in one. Like it fits, but it doesn't fit. It seems like Schroeder doesn't fit more than he's. Like, Rondo fitted that team way more than Schroeder did. And you probably get better numbers scoring-wise from Schroeder, obviously, than Rondo, of course, in this tail end of his career. But I don't like that. That pickup is kind of weird. It's weird, bro. 
What do you think about Utah being the number one team in the Western Conference, though? What do you think about that? I'm shocked. That's, I'm, I'm, that's, that, that's shocking. I thought that it was the Clippers. True. I thought it was the Clippers. The Utah Jazz. I know, and I'm shocked. Wow. That's how I'm missing. I was even shocked when you boys signed back with Utah. I'm going to keep it real. I was really held up saying throughout back years ago, back in 2017, to you that Donovan Mitchell would not resign with the Utah Jazz. I didn't. I did not believe he would. But I mean, it's, it's good. It's cool that he did. Though. It's cool that he did. It's cool that he probably had some little white girl out there in Utah. They, you know, banging up. But he didn't know, man. That's what it is. Man. <laughs> Peace, there, Bob. Man, it's your boy Three and Watch. I know the vibes already, man. With your boys.